right, guys, welcome back to week number four of the Totally Worth It podcast. I'm Kendall. And I'm Haley. And we are your hosts. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our fourth week of doing this podcast, and we are excited. How are you, dear? I'm good. Good? Yeah. Wonderful. I'm tired because we always do this at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) Yeah, we do. uh, Well, that's the only time we can do it. Yeah, that's true. But it also it all it, or it almost sometimes feels like a uh, you kind of dread doing it. I do. Be, I do dread it leading up to it because it's almost like another chore that's been added to my yeah. weekly to do list. But once we start doing it, but once it's you hit fun. the record button and then you start talking, it's it's a lot more. It's it's fun. Yeah, I do enjoy it once I'm doing it. Yeah. It's like going to the gym. Nobody wants to go to the gym, but yeah. you feel good once you're there. Yeah, I wish that uh, I wish that um, people could see us when we're doing this. No, because <laughs> I'm so comfortable. <laughs> oh man, we've got quite the setup. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but uh, no. <laughs> We've got quite. We're the, just we're doing it. We're you know? doing it. We're just doing it. Just leave it at that. We've got quite the setup. Um, so yeah, week number four. Um, last three weeks have been fun, and we're back for the fourth of the first month. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about quite a few things. Um, and one of the things that we talked about was personality um i don't even remember how we got on that yeah i'm trying to think i I honestly can't i just remember us saying like oh well maybe we can take those tests and then come oh we were talking about uh, when we were talking about marriage and and stress and anxiety and that kind of thing and how it affects each person differently yeah and we were talking you you mentioned that you thought it would be helpful if we did we could do like a that it would be interesting to do a like a personality test to see what the other person yeah and why we handle stress the way we do based on yeah. the type of people we are yeah because we are two very different types of people yeah clearly I just pulled it up <laughs> so with that being said we did both take a personality test this week and we are going to go through some of that now um, I'm not really literate as far as it, the personality test stuff is concerned. So Haley's kind of leading the charge on that. All I did was take the test. She's going to kind of give our results and we'll find out together. Cause I don't really know what my number means either. So. Okay. So the Enneagram test, um, you are considered type one. Type 1s are considered the reformers. The reformers. It says, 1s are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well, sounds about right. Well organized and orderly. Don't know about that. (laughs) Um... (laughs) They try to maintain high standards, but can slip into Shop. being critical and perfectionistic. perfectionistic. They, they typically have problems with resentment and impatience. Um, and then it lists like a couple things. And it says their basic fears are 
of being corrupt slash evil or defective. I do fear being considered evil. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know many people who aren't, but. And then your basic desire is to be good, to have integrity, and to be balanced. Booyah. Yeah. Got it. So, so basically, my desire is to be a, a great person. Yeah, it says key motivations want to be right, to strive higher and improve everything, <laughs> to be consistent with their ideals, to justify themselves, to be beyond criticism, so as that not to be condemned one, by anyone. The last one is real big, to be beyond criticism. I, I don't. Yeah. I can see that. Now, I have been called a lot of things in my day, <clears throat> but whoever wrote this test, I'm sorry. Well organized is not one of them. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you are the worst organized person I've ever seen in my life. That's that's wow. Well, that's that's a bit much. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's let's see how she feels. Um, yeah, I can agree with most of that. Yeah. I have a. a it's not that I care that much about what people think. It's that I don't want them to think I'm a bad person. Yeah. So I guess that could also be a negative thing because it, that kind of hints that I'm not being a good person to be a good person. It's being a good person so that in you're, in you're, fear of someone thinking I'm not a good person. Right. But I don't think that's the case. <laughs> it's like growing up when we were, when I played basketball at my school, one of our coaches said that you were, we we didn't win because we wanted to win. We won because we were, we didn't want to have to run at practice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of that same yeah, vibe, but, but for life. Yeah. Yeah, I think like that's kind of, that's pretty accurate for me. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like life changing. Yeah. I don't think it was like perfect cookie cutter for me, but. Was, was, I mean, well, you were very close. You were a one and an eight were like the exact same, but I was reading the eight and it just didn't really describe. What does the eight say? Just, the just for kicks and giggles. Was, um, hang on. <clears throat> okay, eight was the challenger. It says eights are self-confident, strong and assertive, predictive, resourceful, resourceful, straight talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Wow, wow he's none of those things. <laughs> no, it says eights <laughs> feel they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. See, I feel like that could. So, you know. It... But listen, okay, this next part. It says eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. And I just feel like that's not you. You don't really have anger issues. I don't have anger issues, but I do have a problem allowing myself to be vulnerable. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a, with me. I'm but... a stone wall. Right. Even with you. But For it says a lot of time. their basic fears are of being harmed or controlled by others. The basic desire is to protect themselves. You want to, you want to hear what I really think about that? The reason that the, and this is this is actually pretty profound. I think that the reason I think the one and the eight were both the top things for me mm-hmm. is because I think my home life is a one and my work life is an eight. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. everybody is, well, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of times people are a different person at home and a different person at work. When you, I mean, you have to be. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's where a lot of that comes from. Yeah. And the eight, very uh, assertive and yeah. 
what whatever the you know the different things that you were saying it sounded more like me at work than mm-hmm. it did me at home yeah for sure now let me ask you this the thing that was the least on my report for my personality was a nine mm-hmm. and i want to know what that is because it was like the tiniest little piece of the pie it is Enneagram nine is the peacemaker Oh, wow. It says nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. Wow. Oh, <laughs> they, so insulting. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict. Also their, also me at work. Their basic fear <laughs> is loss and separation, and their basic desire is to have inner stability, quote, peace of mind. Wow, and that was the least thing yeah. that I am. <laughs> what did you What did you answer on this test? <laughs> so my vote is probably, from what I've heard so far, mine is probably I would think a, a one. six or seven out of ten for accuracy. Mm, I would say like seven out of ten. We'll go with seven out of ten for accuracy. Okay, mine is a straight up ten out of ten. I'm excited to read yours. <laughs> Or how about you let me read the no. thing? Let's let me read it. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, so I am an Enneagram 6. I'm a type 6. You know 6 is an evil number. Right? Oh, my gosh, hush. <laughs> so 6 is the loyalist. Mm. And it says the committed, security-oriented type. 6 is our reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy they're excellent troubleshooters. They foresee problems and foster cooperation, but can also become defensive, evasive, and Ooh, anxious, running, running on stress while complaining about it. <laughs> Read that last sentence again. Listen, we need to hear that again. They can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, <laughs> and rebellious. They typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion. At their best, internally stable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others. Our ba- our basic fears are of being without support and guidance, and our basic desire is to have security and support. That's fair. Defensive when stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> it says key Could motivations. It says want to have security, to feel supported by others. To have certitude and reassurance, to test the attitudes of others towards them, and to fight against anxiety and insecurity. I can see that last part. Yeah. Go back to that sentence where it said something about defense. They can also stressful. become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about <laughs> while it. Complaining about it. <laughs> There's never that been is, a more accurate that thing sentence. For me. You need to get that on a t shirt. <laughs> You need to get that on a t-shirt. You can, well, well, you can make running t-shirts. on stress while complaining. Running about on it. stress while complaining. That's, that's about gonna be it. my new slogan. I'm gonna yeah. make that for work. Running on stress <laughs> while complaining about it. That's <laughs> you. You can you can make that t-shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. That's hilarious. Mm, that can be our dude. first piece of merch. <laughs> <laughs> it might be seriously if we ended up doing that. That's for sure gonna be running one of them. Because all the OG people who listen in the beginning and listen to this episode, they'll they'll know. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, there's Oh Haley. my gosh, running on stress while I'm complaining about it. <laughs> Look at my new bracelet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that is hilarious, dude. So what do you think yours is? Um, Accuracy-wise. Um, I mean, it's like a 9 out of 10. <laughs> that, I mean... Because I never heard of this Enneagram thing. So it says... I had never heard of it. Really? 
I picked some other, just for clarification for everybody who's listening, I picked some other random personality test and yeah, I, I did, I did it like and yours. then I sent it to her and I was like, okay, did you do the test thing? She's like, no, we're not doing that one. Yeah. And she's like, you got to do an Enneagram. That's what everybody's doing. That's Enneagram. what most people understand when you say, oh, I'm a type six. People just, know what you're talking about. Okay. Just also for clarification, when I say Enneagram, I'm pretty sure that the word is pronounced so much differently than that, but it just quickly looks like that if you glance at it. How do you think it's pronounced? It's spelled weird. Look at it. It's literally in a Enneagram. How does it spell though? E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Mm, that ea part is probably we're probably messing that up in neogram maybe in in neogram we're messing it up for sure whatever. but anyway enneagram and neogram anagram whatever yeah it's pretty so you're a, a defensive stressed out person and i am but it also lacking says, lacking all positive qualities <laughs> it says that we're titled the loyalist because we're the most loyal to their friends and to their beliefs we will go down Ooh. with the ship and hang on to relationships of all kinds far longer than most other types oh wow um it says even to the belief that all ideas or authority should be questioned or defied <laughs> you definitely defy authority that's facts yeah. That's big facts. <laughs> I'm um, here for it. I mean, it's definitely me. I can't <laughs> deny that at all. I'm still I'm still stuck on uh, <laughs> running on, running Runs on, on stress. I'm complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I get that from? Who? My mom. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> running on stress while complaining about it. That is your mom. I'm gonna get her a shirt with that first as a gift. You need to, yeah, because if this thing uh, if this thing does blow up and that that uh, becomes a piece of merch, that she needs to know that she has had a part in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's why I was it, I was glad we didn't go through these all the way before the podcast, yeah. so we could. Uh, that was golden, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Thought I heard like a motorcycle or something. There's a car going down there. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So yeah, those are our personalities. Um, I am. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent satisfied with my test, but hers was pretty pretty darn accurate. Yeah. I might take it again uh, and see if it changes. See if it changes. Well, well, here's there. here's a thought. What if what if you know, six months from now or a year from now, we take it again okay. to see if we have changed. Probably. I feel like I'm not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> yours, yeah, yours might be the same. Yeah. But uh, maybe if you take the test at I think lunchtime. If I, <laughs> I think if I would have taken that test before I had a child, it would have been different. Oh, yeah. But now I just so fiercely and strongly believe and defend so much <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're very very i mean w when before we had joe you were uh a lot more i think the word would be free-spirited and maybe more <sighs> where are you going with this I'm I'm just saying that like you as a person since I've since you and I have been together, you are more kind of go with the flow yeah, person on a whim. when we met. 
And then when we had Joe, you're like, well, one, it, your, your whole life changes. Yeah, so you yeah, change. yeah, yeah, it absolutely. But it was almost like you and I actually, it took me a lot longer to become this way, but I am now Yeah. for in a sense. But it was like when you had, when we had Joe, you etched all of your morals on stone tablet and now they're, and now you go everywhere holding them up in I public, just, you know, I, having a kid changes you, whatever you felt or believed in now it's like times a hundred yeah and that could be like and that i mean that's any topic but i mean there's and i think it stems from the fact of i mean they you know they say it's unconditional love and it really is because there is nothing on this planet i won't do for her yeah oh, I, I agree and I 100%. think that's where the, the like, um, loyalty, like yeah, my yeah, yeah. test said. For sure. I've never had to be that loyal to someone. Yeah. But you are all they have. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Because when you have a kid, it's like, and especially with the first one, I mean, ours was first and last, but, <laughs> um, man, we can talk about that probably in another episode. Um, but when you have a kid, it's so it's so life altering. I feel like when you go from kid one to kid two, it's a little bit less life altering because you're you have more of an idea of what to expect. Mm-hmm. I don't know this because I don't we don't have two kids, but when you have that first kid, it's like everything everything that mattered to you goals, you know, morals. Uh, dreams, er- everything that mattered to you is just like it was all on a big dry erase board of your life. And then like the kid's toy that you draw on and you slide the bottom piece over and it erases the whole thing. <laughs> it's like that's what happens in one day yeah. when that child is born and then you just start writing everything new. Yeah. And they're all different. Everything that And it m- all has to do with them. Yeah. And things that mattered to you prior suddenly not because they're bad things but you just have zero interest in those things anymore and your only interest is this person little thing that's crying and you want everything that you do or dream about or want to revolve around that thing and making sure that that thing has the has the best possible life yeah and it's just such a weird it's so weird because I did. I always got annoyed with parents. Parents annoyed me. Not necessarily my parents, but just in public, parents annoyed me because they're all like, you know, lovey dovey with their kid. And like, you just like, you're like, oh my God, like, just be people, you know? Yeah. Stop. It's a kid. We know what it is. It's not a newly discovered thing. I think that's a man thing. Maybe. Maybe yeah. so. Because even like as a, I mean, a teenager, young adult, Oops. seriously. Sorry, I dropped something. Keep going. Um, Even as like a teenager, young adult before I had kids, like I would see kids in the grocery store and be like, oh my God. And I felt like my heart would just explode and I'd be like, oh I want one God. so bad. Oh but God. I feel like it's different for men. I mean, I don't know about it being different for men, but it was definitely that way for me. I mean, I would walk in be in the store or walmart or whatever and somebody's like got their kid in the buggy 
and they're sitting up front in the buggy and they're pushing the buggy through the store and they're looking at their kid, you know, nose to nose, like, oh, you're the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I love you and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, those people are freaking stupid. It's the dumbest thing and I've ever seen. And now you're that person. And now I am 1,000% that person. Yeah. I will do anything with Joe in public as long as I know that she's having an absolute blast. <laughs> and it doesn't matter who's watching. And I see people now Looking at that you. I used to be. Yeah. And it, it's almost funny because yeah. I did not understand it at the time. And it's almost like you get... You get a glimpse. Well, yeah, you get a glimpse, and you wish you could just go over to those people and be like, "Hey, I know you're looking at me. I know you think I'm stupid, and I'm sorry, but one day you're gonna know what I'm talking about. You're gonna <laughs> do the same stupid stuff." And uh, that's also, I think, where those personalities play in when you're younger and you're developing what your personality is and what your friend circle is, and yeah. how all that plays into you when you start a family. And it's just cool to watch because everybody's so different. Yeah, that is true. Especially with their kids. Everybody's so different. Some people go through the store and they're like, you know, here's a tablet. Don't talk. Stuff your mouth with grapes. Let me shop. And then some people's like, you know, holding the kid upside down, pretending they're a rocket ship on the cereal aisle. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and both are, I get, you know, both are, are acceptable things, I guess. Yeah. To each their you own. Know, to each their own. But it's funny how you can see personalities mm -hmm. in people. So it is interesting to take these tests and look at that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about um, your new favorite show. <laughs> that I think it's uh, hilarious. It's not my favorite show. It is your favorite it's show. Not. It has become one of your favorite shows. So just so a little backstory first. So, I, my, me as a person, Kendall as a person, does not like reality television at all. Or did not like it. I don't, I didn't watch it. I like fantasy, sci-fi, horror, anime. horror, anime, anything that will take me to a different world. And I can just live there for 30 minutes during this episode of whatever. But I finally taught you the, <laughs> the like, little bit of pleasure you get out of and, bad reality TV. And nothing, I'm trying to think of how to say it, nothing detests me more than seeing other people's lives that are real and, like, drama and things that I hate seeing in person, I even more hate seeing them on television. Now. Until now. With that being said, the Golden Bachelor <laughs> came out. So those of you who are listening, if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you know what The Bachelor is or The Bachelorette. I don't and have never watched any of those shows. Oh, I've always hated we're going them. To. I've always hated them. However, when the idea of this golden bachelor came out i thought huh that is a really interesting idea because i always thought from the outside looking in that the appealing part of the bachelor or the bachelorette is that there's these like young perfect looking attractive people 
you're watching them all fight each other for the love and the blah 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 and the drama and everything is so appearance based mm-hmm. and then now they come up with this idea for the golden bachelor where it's like an old guy and there's going to be a bunch of old people which is weird so i know that it's not going to be like i know that ahead of time that the episodes are not going to be as sexual oriented as the yeah. the bachelor and bachelorette because i just don't care that much about that right nothing to anybody nothing against anybody who loves those shows I just, that did not appeal to me. Right. I want to see rocket launchers in space and ghosts. <laughs> you know, I just, the, the, the sexual aspect of bachelor bachelorette is not my cup of tea. And, uh, but the idea of old people trying to find date, love. trying to find love when they're old, I just thought to myself, huh, that is that's going to be funny to watch. Yeah. And boy, was it. It was. It was something. Because <laughs> I came home. I and don't now know. I'm just even more excited. And they haven't confirmed it or put it out there yet. But they have to at least do one season of The Golden Bachelorette. Oh, you already know. But they haven't announced anything about it. They said there might not be. But you can't but do they've the But one. they did say, I did see something online about them casting for... The the golden bachelorette that it is gonna happen. Oh, that they're casting for the men or whatever you know, like yeah. searching for the men for it. Um, so it, it happened. I, I told Haley. I said, "Remember, I told you I was like, hey, I really want to watch that because I think it would be hilarious." And I was like, "Do what? <laughs> Let's watch it right now." Because up to then, you and I do not watch reality shows together. Period. No, I watch reality. She TV. watches them when I'm gone, and that's like her thing. And then when she's gone, I watch sci-fi and anime and all this other weird stuff. Yeah. And uh, but that is one thing that we have never watched together. And boy, we had such a blast watching we were the Golden so Bachelor. Hard. We laughed, and these gosh. old ladies out there playing pickleball. Oh and my gosh. It's just so funny. And if then, y'all haven't watched it yet, you yeah, should totally you go back we and are watch the first one. By no means sponsored by that. Um, but we could be. But we, <laughs> but we would but, be. But Golden Bachelor, if you want to, hit us up. Um, that was such a fun show to watch and it was ridiculous and it was funny and it wasn't like overly sexualized it was legitimately focused on like these people finding love finding love outside of a bedroom yeah which was very enticing and funny to me because they're so old (laughs) and you just people still do it man i know they do but it's just weird and that's the funny part to me and that's why i wanted to watch it because i want to see how they're going to approach the 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 moments where normally in like bachelor or bachelorette would be like the you know either like the The steam yeah the steamy moments or the the dramatic moments like i know how a 25 year old is going to react when they see see their love interest kissing somebody else yeah. But what's a 70 year old going to do? You right. know, they and might like, women, they might like pull a gun out and shoot you or something, <laughs> you know? Like what do they have to lose? And those women were full oh, of Oh, dude, it. they were so <sighs> You want to know what I I would say though? Like I know he ended up with uh 
Um, Spoiler alert, by the way. If you haven't watched it, Paul's right here because she's about to give it away. Yeah. I can't even think of her name. Um, um, was it Chris, Crystal or something? No. no. Le, uh, le, le, I can see It starts with an L. No. You're talking about not. the runner-up. No, who he ended up with. It was... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I can't think of her name. Dark hair. I know hair. she was. Dark hair, skinny. We didn't like her. It's not that I didn't like her. She just wasn't no, my we, like, no, top we didn't, favorite. No, we didn't who like I her. wish and who I think he would have ended up with if things wouldn't Leslie. have changed. No, Joan. Joan. If yeah. Joan wouldn't have had to leave. Joan's the one that looked like the lady from Sons of Anarchy, right? No, that was Faith. Oh, Faith. Who is Joan? Joan, Joan was the was teacher. The blonde, no, the blonde-headed lady that had to leave because her daughter had a baby yeah, and was going through yeah, postpartum. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really had a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was rooting God, for it. so stupid to say that. <laughs> You know, they really had a connection on. <laughs> they TV. really had a connection on episode four. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think if she wouldn't have had to leave, she would have been in that top three at the end. Yeah, or top two, whatever. Yeah, she was good. Uh, her, um, and then they, they, it's like in those shows, they always have one. They always intentionally put one person in there because they know that person is going to cause some trouble. Okay. Oh, and they had an old lady named Kathy on there, <laughs> and boy, we laughed and ate popcorn every week watching that junk and watching Kathy do her Kathy thing. <laughs> it was hilarious. God, it was oh, so gosh. funny, and I just could not get over how much how hilarious it was and how f- much fun I had watching that show. Yeah. And then when it got towards the end, I was like, dang it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who am I becoming? <laughs> Who am I? So, if you had to, I don't know if they'll pull from those women or if they'll, like, completely pick another They should pull one. from those women. They, they should. should. Um, Who would your, like, top three guesses be for who's going to be the Bachelorette? Um, I don't think that it would be Leslie because, and when I talk about this show, listen, full disclosure, (laughs) when I talk about any of these shows, I am not talking about these people specifically in real life. I'm talking about them as if they are a character on a show. Right. So when I say something that's insulting, I don't want it to sound like I'm trashing this person as a person. Yeah. It's, they're on the TV show. So you assign the dotted line, people are going to judge you. It just is what it is. So, with that being said, Leslie, I just didn't think she was as interesting enough to to be, to go for a nine she episode. She had been hurt a lot, and she yeah, had never been married. Like and sa- sa- sappy and like sa- sob story kind of ordeal. I just never, just, it was so many. And she was married like three times or something crazy like that. It's like two or three times. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think that. Um, I think Faith. Faith and Joan. Joan. I think Joan would be the, because the, she was the. Uh, administrator of a yeah, school or, yeah, something. or something like that. she's the one that read that poem for him at the talent mm-hmm. show yeah 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 yeah. she would probably be my number one <laughs> she'd probably not be my number one guest just love how into this you are <laughs> i hate it joan faith and uh who um 
Let me see here. Who else do we have? Oh, what was the other? Joan Faith. The other blonde-headed lady that he had a good connection with. The one with the wedding dress? Yeah. Who, like, was crying on the bench or something? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of her name. I can't remember either. But Yeah, probably her. I would say Joan would probably be the best one, or Faith. Mm. Both, well, both Faith of them. was so, like, wholesome and... But how weird would it be, and how weird will it be, when a show comes on where there's like, okay, there's this older woman, she's in her 70s or late 60s, she's looking for love, and then the rest of the show you're looking at like a bunch of old dudes. How weird is that going to be? What do they do? You know? I mean, it'll be just like The Bachelor was. What do they do at the mansion, though? You know, they wake up and all go have breakfast at McDonald's, you know? No, it'll be like... The women, they'll get in the pool. Do they start filming at 5.30 in the morning when old people get up, you know? (laughs) And it has to wrap up by 7.30. Yeah, it has to wrap up by 7.30. Like, it's just so funny to me. And then through that show, over the course of watching it, I discovered why people enjoy watching those kinds of shows. Yeah, tell me. Tell me why I enjoy that. Okay, you want my opinion? I'm fixing to read you like a book, right? I'm fixing to read women like a book right here. And the reason that I'm saying this with authority and I know it's correct is because I felt this way after I was finished watching it. (laughs) Okay. You enjoy watching things like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or The Golden Bachelor, whatever it may be. And a lot of men are talking junk about me right now listening to this, saying he's he's whatever, he's, you know. But I'm just saying, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I was there, but I got sucked in, and I just couldn't climb out. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, but when women watch, or men, when women watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Golden Bachelor, whatever, the reason that it sucks you in so much is because... They design the show in such a way that makes you, the viewer, feel as if you are connected to them as a person and somewhat vicariously involved in it emotionally. Yeah. You get to take part in their happiness and their sadness without any consequences. Yeah, like you're not taking the risk, you're not, but you kind of, you get the enjoyment from it. Yeah, you get to be in the room and be on the date and be in the rose ceremony and be in the engagement, but you don't have to suffer any of the heartbreak or any of the happiness. Oh, yeah, that's 100% why it was designed. And the same reason that I watch an anime or Oof. like right now I'm watching One Piece, the, the pirate cartoon, anime, whatever you want to call it. And I, the, one of the reasons I like that is because it takes you to a different world where you're responsible for nothing. Yeah, that's why I read books. And the same reason is that I think that people watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, whatever, Golden Bachelor, all of it, is because it takes you to a place where you can take part in the emotional attachment Mm -hmm. to these people and this story and everything but at the end of the day you get to hit the power button on your remote and go to sleep yeah you don't have to deal with any of the fallout or the responsibilities of it yep and i will say that is exciting (laughs) 
I think that that is a uh, something that I didn't know that I enjoyed until mm-hmm. after I was in the middle of it, and I was yeah. like, "Ooh!" And now he's like, "I can't wait for." So um, the the newest season of The Bachelor well, to come out, and I'm like, well, what? well, during the show, they did the what was it? The, was it at the wedding or before it that? Was the no, it finale. was the finale. Yeah, it was one of the epi- last episodes. They introduced the Bachelor, the new Joey. Bachelor guy, Joey, and I was like, oh, he seems like a cool guy, whatever, you know. And uh, then I got to thinking, and I was like, oh, I wonder how he. And then they showed like a sneak peek mm-hmm. video to his season because the whole thing's already been filmed, and I know it's all BS, but and they're hiding out somewhere. Yeah, they're all to go hiding public. out in a bunker somewhere, waiting on it to air. And uh, I said to myself, I, I, I think I said to you, I was like, we should watch that. And I was like, and then uh, after the okay. words left my mouth, I'm like, oh my god, who am I? What's, <laughs> what's happening to me? That is hilarious. But I love it. The you have a fit, but all of it is like that. Like all reality TV, whether it's The Bachelor or Love Is Blind or Too Hot to Handle or all of them, they're all it's all the same thing. But you got to admit, some of them are too much. Yeah. Some of them are like naked people most of the time. Some of the shows are ridiculous. too much it's and ridiculous. it's like not even obvious. But the one show that I have gotten into is Love is Blind, but specifically because there is no um appearance judgment like there it that you don't see that person at all so explain that show to me so there's so many boys so many girls and they're in like hopefully i guess like dorms kind of and every day you go into these cubicles and there's a wall in between you you can hear each other you can't see each other and you like go on the first day you go on like speed dates and you just like talk to everybody that's in both and then you like have a notebook but with you. But you can't see them. You can't see them, and you're not allowed to ask like physical features, oh god, sexual anything. Like it's not about appearance. Is the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So then, um, you have like a notebook with you, and you basically like put a star by your most intrigued people, and then you just start going on dates with those people, and you weed it out, and you get down to like your favorite. And then over, I don't know what the course of time this is, but then if you get down to it and you decide, I want to propose to this person, they, you like finally get to meet up and the doors open and then you see each other for the first time. Oh, wow. And then after that, you get to go on a week's it's like a week or 10 day like vacation and all the couples that ended up together go. It's like in Mexico or something for 10 days. And then yeah. after that, they get to live three weeks together. They put them in like in apartments in the real world and they have to go back to work, figure out like, can this oh, work? Gosh. And it's, and I, I think I'm so drawn into it. That sounds horrifying. I, but I think I'm so drawn into it because <laughs> the whole initial thing of it is, like, we know what both of these people look like, but they have no idea. And that's so, like, it's like you got that's the so one Yeah, it's cool, though. I'll do it. And the new season comes out February 14th. 
And all the people are from Charlotte. All of them? I'm pretty... Well, I don't think they're all from Charlotte, but it's filmed in Charlotte or something. Like, the city takes really? place in Charlotte. That's close to us. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Wow. So, what are your three favorite reality TV shows? If you had to pick. Because I'm new to all this um, reality TV nonsense. I mean, I don't be watching a lot of reality TV. I mean, I like Love is Blonde. Uh, and, I mean, The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I just feel like that's all one show. Yeah. Bachelor Nation. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't really think that I watch any other reality TV. Here's a, here's a trivia question. If you get it wrong, you're not a true fan. Who is the luckiest person in all of the Bachelor seasons? Jesse Palmer. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> that guy's the coolest He's still job. like the best looking guy they've ever had. That's a fact, show. dude. What a handsome guy. He gets paid boo coodles of Holy money to cow, just sh- walk in, say, all right, it's time to bring them in, and Holy then walk out, and then he boy. comes back in and says, one final rose, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so Homeboy home doesn't even have a makeup truck or like a you know like a wardrobe thing. He just like walks in and he's just like a, just a gorgeous man. He is. You know. He is. What a guy! And then his job is to just basically facilitate everyone's heartbreak. Yeah, I'm so sorry, but you have yeah. to leave. So sorry, so sorry. Your time. And then your he time puts is his up. hand on their back whenever the like the one they were really liking decide or. They had a problem at home and have to go. I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm really sorry. I don't know what, uh, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going home. <laughs> you're going home. You got paid. Hey, guy. You've already got a family, you know? Oh, what a guy. All right. Jesse Palmer. I, th- I think we've talked that one out. Sorry. <sighs> anyway, um, here's something new um, that you and I have now tried that um, we had not tried prior to today, and that is Korean barbecue. Mm. Tell me about your experience. Okay. So, I didn't hate it. Tell me why you experienced it first, because that'll make more sense. Okay, so we went for a friend of ours' birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah. Um, Nick's birthday, and he wanted to go to this place called Let's Meet Korean Barbecue. Yep, in Charlotte. In Charlotte. Um, So, I mean, it's his birthday, so of course we're going to go. Yeah. Um, It wasn't, it wasn't like disgusting, but there were just, it was, one, it was so overwhelming, and when we got there, there's like already all this stuff on the table, like all these sauces and random strange pieces of food that you don't know what they are you have a burner in the middle of the table and that like you have to pay forty dollars a person and you have to cook it yourself that's what i don't understand about that kind of stuff like it's no different than like seafood i don't care anything about going to eat crab legs because to me i cannot justify a justify paying forty dollars for dinner, yeah, it was, I have it, was to outra- work. it was outrageously expensive. I don't want to pay forty dollars and have to do all the work. Yeah, I don't want to have to cook it, prep it. I just want to eat it. I, just I, want I love hearing. I love hearing the way that you feel about places that we've went and ate. <laughs> um, but 
and I think it was because me and Jessica, that's not really our thing. Yeah. And we weren't sitting with people that knew what they were doing either. Yeah. <laughs> and so. I had no clue what I was doing. But you have talked about this for weeks. Like yeah. you've studied I'm into, it. I'm mentally prepared art. for it. Like you. And, I watched TV shows about it. Yeah. Like you already knew what was about to happen. And we were just like. Yeah, and everybody's just telling us you can order whatever you want on the menu. They're going to bring it out, but you got to cook it yourself, and you yeah. can keep ordering. Now they did come out quickly. I was not prepared to order when the guy came out. Yeah, and so for anybody listening who doesn't know, who's not familiar with Korean barbecue, so basically what you know, like South South Korea, air, you know, the 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 normal eating style is that there are tons of different little plates of sides and foods and sauces and you know, you got your you've got your main bowl of like rice whatever your grain is um and they give you you know all your vegetables and sides in little tiny bowls everywhere with sauces all different kinds of sauces and then you they bring your meats out raw and in the middle of the table like you know, like you like Haley said, there's a burner, and you kind of use little tongs and cook your stuff kind of how you want it at the table. There's not like a person that comes by and cooks it for you. Like you legitimately use the tongs and stuff and cook it. And I think that, I mean, I cook. I know how to cook, but I, if I if I'm gonna have to do it myself, I'll do it at home. Is my thing, uh, and. One is I'm just not familiar with the type of food, and I mean that's not their fault. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I I did not know what it was. But like there were so like they brought out all this raw meat and like we're trying (laughs) to cook it and like how do you know when it's done? Like how do you like I don't cook meat. That's your job. I do the sides, man, or the crock pot. That is our thing. And I just we didn't know when it was done. There's no way to season anything. Like when I think seasoning, I need like shakers a shaker <laughs> and there's like random bowls of sauces Where, you don't know what they are where's what they the taste SPG? like i mean it was just so overwhelming it was so freaking loud in there like you couldn't even talk to the person beside you nick, nick's gonna be so disappointed when he hears this i love you nick and i mean if it's your birthday next year and that's where you choose i will suck it up and do it but i'll I go just, back with you nick Nick, yeah, Kendall can go with you. I just, I feel like that's a certain niche of people. Yeah. And I'm just not in that. Now, I don't know. I just, it's there hard. Was, there were some things that I ate, though, that I legitimately really, really enjoyed. My favorite thing out of all of, all of it was the pineapple. <laughs> they brought us out rings of fresh pineapple, and we threw them on the grill and grilled them. That grilled pineapple was good. And the... Pagogi, bulgogi, bulgogi. Yeah, beef bulgogi. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I don't even it's know if like I want to know. Very thin sliced marinated beef. Oh, that was really good. But yet y'all were y'all were at a, the other table beside us. Y'all had to cook it and then get and then give it to us. And then we're like, <laughs> oh, this is good. We don't know what we're doing over here. Yeah. Like, why don't y'all cook it and give us some because yeah. we're starving. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. and Jessica were like. All right, so cookout it is after this. <laughs> like, and I, I we that weren't so trying sad. to, we weren't trying to be disrespectful. Nick, if, you, Nick, if you're listening to this, I, we did go to cookout on the way home to get her some food. So did they? Jessica sent me a picture. Oh, did they really? Oh gosh, but I, I'm it's not. Hilarious. 
like I don't want to be disrespectful because that, that is an art and that is those people's way of life. Yeah, it's such a beautiful way to eat, I think. And I really think if it wasn't so loud and we were sitting with y'all that actually cook because you like to do it and y'all could have like yeah. created us some stuff. Yeah. But we just didn't know what the heck we were doing. And we were starving. <laughs> I had a blast. Now, was it too far away? Was it nighttime? And was it pouring down rain? <laughs> yes. I don't want... I All of those things say that combined. it's too far away. Like, Charlotte to me is not that far away. But it was just because it was pouring down rain that was a little yeah. stressful. I wonder if they're, like, open during the day. Or if it's just a I'm dinner sure. time thing. I'm pretty sure they're open during the day. Because I feel like I would want to go and eat lunch. I'd want to go try lunch. I mean, it's the same food, so it doesn't matter what time of day it is. I'm saying I want to I want to go in when it's daylight and leave when it's daylight. Yeah. Um, I I did eat too much. I ate too much, and I felt bad about it. Uh, or not bad about it, but I just felt bad. Yeah. It's called gluttony. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I was a glutton. Um, a glutton. Yeah, I was a glutton. Overindulged. Yeah. And uh, and it was one of those things where I'm like, God, I'm paying freaking $40. I've got to. You no, know, which is I a terrible it's a terrible way to think. We have the opposite mindset. And I also, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I know Haley's not eating like $40 six, $6 worth of food in here. <laughs> so, And I'm having to pay. We're going to have to pay 40 for her, too. And I'm sure Nick was thinking the same thing for his wife. And... Uh, because we knew that y'all didn't really get down with it, and uh, but anyway, it was a it was a good experience. I've been researching it for quite a bit, and I've always wanted to go to a restaurant like that. So I am so glad, but please don't take me back. <laughs> now, my favorite thing was like the little drink that I tasted at the end. Yeah, I didn't taste that. Yeah, it had like aloe or something in it. It apparently. smelled like it smelled like um, baby wipes. No, it did not. It did. It, <laughs> it did. smelled like aloe. It smelled like citrus baby wipes. Is what no, it smelled like. that was good. Whatever it was, I tasted. I don't even know. I'm sure Nick. It was could like tell mango, you. aloe, something. something. Yeah, I don't know. probably put it on a burn. <laughs> Hush. It was in a big <laughs> kettle teapot. Yeah, looking thing. That was so. cool. I thought it was gonna be hot too because it wasn't my, hot. It, no, it was ice cold. Oh, wow. That's yeah. weird. Um, but it was a fun experience. Yeah. Happy birthday to Nick. Yeah. And uh, Nick, next time, let's let's pick a sunny day. And... Y'all go. Me and you'll go. <laughs> me and Jessica will, like, go take the kids to the park or something. Yeah, for sure. You can do that. Um. Yeah. So, that was, uh, that was a good time. Um... What else you got? Anything? No. I mean, I think we've been at this for what, I guess, this is week four, so that makes it a month. Yeah, this is one month uh, doing the podcast. So we, when we started doing this, we didn't tell anybody. Correct. Like, I mean, maybe like one or two people. We yeah. didn't tell hardly anybody. Yeah. And we recorded the first three weeks and just put it out there to see what would happen. Um, and we had... I mean, I thought we did fairly well because yeah. nobody knew. Yeah, just out of nowhere kind of deal. Yeah, there was like people across the country kind of deal. And then Kendall was like, let's just share it one time with like our friends and family on yeah. Facebook, see what kind of feedback we get. It's not like we have to promote it sure. every week kind of deal, but let's it, just 
put it out there to see how many yeah. people we know that can relate to us. And I was kind of struggling with that because in the beginning, you know, in the first episode we had talked about kind of why we were doing this. And mm-hmm. one of the things was that I just wanted to commit to something, create something and commit to it. And I just thought this would be something really fun for us to do. And when I, I kind of spurring off of that, it would, it's more of a, just kind of an experiment and a hobby, kind of something fun for us to do. So I didn't really want to like treat it like it was like some business venture or something, you know? And so I guess that's why I didn't really want to share it or anything at first. But then after I got to thinking about it, like in order for us to make use of it, you know, or for it to be useful to other people, if other people want to listen to it, um, which you know is awesome but we didn't really have it out there and so that's kind of why i asked you about that and you agreed and so my wife who knows everyone on the planet (laughs) um she shared the podcast you shared it and um we had originally had you know 30 or 40 something probably a little bit more than that something downloads um, which is crazy. It's awesome. And we didn't know really where they came from and maybe a couple friends that knew about it. Um, yeah. but outside of that, we didn't really know who all the other people were, but as soon as she shared it, I mean, it just blew up. It kind of blew up and, and, and took off and, uh, we're so grateful for it. Yeah, absolutely. We're super, super grateful. Um, and any of you guys who are listening, who, um, had just kind of randomly ended up here. We're grateful for you too. And, um, we hope that you're going to stick around and if not, that's totally fine. Um, if we're boring, absolutely feel free to not listen to this again. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who did stick around and wanted to hear more, uh, we really appreciate y'all and we love y'all and, uh, we are doing this for fun. Um, but we're also doing this because we are, bored and awake at 11 p.m at night every night <laughs> so we figure we could use our t- <laughs> yeah. use our time wisely and, and i mean because i've had a lot of people reach out we have over the past week since i posted it and yep. it's been nothing but encouragement to say you know keep doing it like i really need yeah. to hear stuff like that or it's good to hear that people we know struggle and are going through the same stuff that we are and yeah you know just a multitude of things um so if there is a specific topic that our friends family whatever want us to cover or discuss yeah send just send me a yeah yeah, a message because i mean we go through we throughout the week we kind of text each other like hey what are we going to talk about this week and we'll you know kind of come up with some different things and uh but if there is something that you you guys really want to hear about from us or if you want to like know our opinions on something anything like that we'll be more than happy to do that um but we we do really appreciate all the the love and support so far, and uh, we are enjoying ourselves doing this. Am I wrong in saying that? No, I totally am. I yeah. wish I just wish we had a different time of day to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Maybe when Joe finally goes to school later down the road, we'll be able to do it during the day. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we really uh, appreciate you guys and all the love and support we've gotten so far. Um. And hopefully you can stick around for the rest of it. 
we're going to keep doing it until we can't keep doing it. Yeah. But uh, I have uh, spoken my piece, and we just wanted to thank everybody again for listening, and uh, we appreciate y'all. You got anything else, dear? No, I'm good. Ready to go to bed. All right, she's ready to go to bed, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going (laughs) to sign it off for week number four, and we will see y'all back in episode number five next week. Thank y'all. We love y'all. See you soon.